Hi everyone, how are you? Pastor Rod Plummer here. We're doing a series on nine spiritual gifts and today is the gift of gifts of healing. Gifts of healing. When I was a baby Christian and long time ago, 42 years ago, I discovered that God is a healing God. He healed my heart, He healed my mind, He healed my emotions and yes, He's healed my body at various times. I believe in I believe in medicine and I'm thankful, but I believe that God is a God of healing. And we're going to talk about this gift of the spirit. We're reading from 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10, nine, nine gifts of the Holy Spirit for believers in Jesus. It says to one there is given through the spirit, a message of wisdom, supernatural wisdom, another message of knowledge, supernatural knowledge to another uh, faith, this injection of faith to another gifts of healing it's plural there's more than one type of gift of healing verse 10 to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different types of tongues and to another interpretation of tongues so we're talking about one area today the gifts of healing notice it is a plural and in my life i've seen various types of healing by the power of the holy spirit i've I've experienced it personally, and I've seen it happen in in thousands of ways that God is a healing God. So we're going to go Old Testament, New Testament examples from my life. You ready? We're going to do a little study on healing in the Old Testament. Now, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt into the Promised Land, God protected them supernaturally. And uh, there's a scripture here in Exodus 15, 26. It just says, I am the God who heals you. What sort of God is God? I often get this question from people that don't know God or different religions. What is your God? What, what, is he, what does he do? And my answer is, well, he is a saving God. He is a forgiving God. And he is a healing God. And so here one of the names of God in the Old Testament is the God who heals or the healing God. The, the Hebrew is Jehovah Rapha. And Rapha means healing. His presence brings healing. In fact, when we die and go to be with him in heaven, we will have complete 100% healing because we will be in his close presence. So what sort of God is God? He is a healing God. Psalm 103 is King David's crying out to God in thanks. What sort of God is God? Listen to what David says. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord of my soul and do not forget all his kind deeds. Listen, he who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. David is saying, thank you, God. You forgive me and grace and you heal me from all sorts of complaints. Now, in the Old Testament, there are many supernatural healings. Most of them are really unusual, like Naaman the Syrian, the, the non-Jewish general who 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 had to bathe seven times in in the Jordan River and he didn't like it but when he did it he was supernaturally healed of leprosy there's there's incredible and strange healings in the old testament sometimes jesus does very unusual healings too but in the old testament it's like god was showing a a, a variety of healings some were instantaneous some were like that name it seven times dipping in the river um and I just want to read one more from the Old Testament. A man called Hezekiah, um, a king who was good and bad at different times in his life. But it says in 2 Kings 20, 
that he got sick almost to death. We're going to read from verse 1. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. And the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, this is what the Lord says, put your house in order because you're going to die. You will not recover. How would you like a prophet to come to you and you're expecting him to say, it's all going to be good. And uh, But the prophet says, you're going to die. God says, you're going to die. You will not recover. Verse 2, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and, and, and done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had left the middle court, the word of the Lord came to him. Go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of the people, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David says. I have heard your prayers and I've seen your tears and I will heal you. On the third day from now, go up to the temple of the Lord and I will add 15 years to your life. Now, we don't know how old he is at this time. It's probably an older man. Uh, but that's pretty good news. God says, uh, your body's running down, but I'm going to give you another 15 years. I'm going to renew uh, health into you, uh, a restoration of youth and health. And I'm, I'm believing for that at my age. It's um, almost uh, 62 years old, and I'm believing for more years. Anyway, and, and it goes on, and I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. And Isaiah said, Prepare a poultice of figs or prepare a, a, um, a bandage with figs, with medicine. They did so, applied it to the boil, and he recovered. So he had this, this obviously, this, this, this uh, poison in his skin, this boil, which could be formed from uh, various things. I'm not a doctor, but I believe I've, I've seen many people with this sort of thing and almost dying. Um, I saw one in the Philippines, but anyway, I've got to move on. God healed that little boy, by the way. Um, apply. Now, this is interesting because God says, use medicine and you'll live. So here's an answer to some people's question. What about divine healing and medicine? The answer is God is the God who heals. And sometimes he's going to use a supernatural instantaneous healing. Sometimes it's going to be over days. Uh, like in this case, it says on the third day. And sometimes it's including medicine. Now, I, I'm a believer in divine healing, but I love medicine. I love uh, science and doctors, and I believe it all together. Um, God is, is, is a healing God. He heals us. He made us, and he can heal us. So the Old Testament is a revelation of God as a powerful God, a healing God. He is able to do amazing things. So when we get to the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are full of healing power miracles. Jesus is a healing God. And Jesus said to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father in heaven. So what I do, I see the Father doing. So the Father is the healer. And Jesus, when he was on the earth here, healed the people. Jesus quotes from an Old Testament part. Uh, he's quoting from Isaiah 61 in Luke 4. And, and Jesus is basically saying, Healing has come to earth now. This is what Jesus reads. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to announce the 
favorable year of our God. God is here, Jesus said. And Jesus was the uh, representation, it says in Hebrews 1, the exact representation of the Father. Exactly when you see Jesus, do what, he, what is Jesus doing? He's healing. He's setting people free. Not perfect people, not people who are followers of him, just any old people like you and me. Jesus just loves and loves to touch. So a couple of quick stories from Jesus. I love Jesus. And um, Matthew 8, verse 1 to 3, it says, Jesus came down from the mountainside. Large crowds followed him. And a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Just stop here. I, I love what he says. He says, if you are willing. He doesn't say, if, if you have the power. He doesn't say, are you able? This leprous man has a revelation that Jesus has power to heal. He's probably seen it or heard about it. And so he's not asking God, can you heal? He's asking God, do you want to heal? Really important story. Really important for us today. Because a lot of people are, are saying, I know God could heal, but would he want to heal? Can we have a faith to believe for healing? The answer is yes. Well, let's have a look at what his answer is. The guy says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Verse 3, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man, touched the leprous man, which you weren't supposed to do. I am willing, Jesus said, be clean. It's a command, be clean. And immediately he was cleansed from his leprosy. Be clean. Immediately, I am willing. This is the heart of God. This is the reflection of God in Jesus to heal a man from leprosy that would restore him back to his family, his children, his wife, his community, his job, and his destiny. Jesus heals and puts people back into place. One more Jesus story because I love Jesus stories and it's really a different type. It's talking about a man who has demonic power in him. And it's talking about in a moment, the guy gets set free. In fact, when Jesus asked this man, what is your name? He, the, the demon answers, I am legion for we are many. The word legion is a Latin word, not, not Greek or Hebrew. It's a Latin word and it means 6,000 soldiers. So when Jesus says to this guy, what is your name? The demon speaks as we are 6,000 soldiers in here, basically. And, and the way that I would reflect today as we look at that story is he's a man who has 6,000 cuts in his life, 6,000 rejections, pains, injuries. He is infected with evil. There is evil all through him. He can't, this man, it says he shrieks out in the tombs and even chains can't hold him. He is supernaturally strong and everyone's scared of him and he's got 6,000 cuts. 6,000 bits of pain and and um, he comes screaming out at Jesus and, and Jesus just says to the demons, go. And they go into the pigs and uh, all the pigs go and, and die. But the man is set free from 6,000 cuts, 6,000 injuries, 6,000 things, internal, mind, memory, heart, emotions, is all healed completely by a word from Jesus Christ. And I've seen this happen, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But let me read just one verse. When the people came running to see what had happened, Mark 5, verse 15. And when they came to Jesus, 
they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons, by the 6,000 demons, sitting there dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. This man was, listen, sitting there at Jesus' feet, dressed now, back in, back in society, back in community, and in his right mind. That is a huge miracle, friends. It's a huge, huge miracle. Jesus is able to heal our bodies. Jesus is able to heal our leprosy. Jesus is able to heal our mind problems, our heart problems, our memory problems. The gifts of healing is a huge package. And that's why I love Jesus, because I've seen healing in so, so many places. I, I love it. I believe in Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. So when it comes to us who are Christians, one of the, the gifts area is gifts of healing. Now, some people might say to me, well, what about doctors and nurses? Don't they have gifts of healing? And I would probably say, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I do believe that there is some people who are just naturally um, passionate and, 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 and desiring to learn medicine and care for people that people might be healed. And I've, I've so many people I've met in those professions are actually believers in Jesus because that's why they're so compassionate and that's why they're so focused because they are filled with God and filled with passion for people. Not all, but I've met so, so many all around the world, all around the world, many in the medical profession who do love Jesus and know that, yeah, maybe they have got gifts of healing. We call it healing hands or uh, people using whatever. It's a healing uh, gift from God. I don't have that gift. I'm not medical. I used to sell medical uh, drugs to doctors and hospitals. That was my job before I was a, a pastor. I loved it. Um, but I'm not a, a medical professional. All I can do is pray and motivate people to pray. Now, when I talk about gifts of healing and people say, how do I know I've got gifts of healing? My answer is pray for the sick. My answer is test it out. And um, once I say that, I don't mean that every person I pray for will be healed. I, that's not my experience. I don't know anyone that that is their experience except Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, But I do believe that some people do have an anointing to see healing and see people set free, different gifts. Uh, I've, seen some, I've seen some pastors pray for people and they're healed uh, physically. I've seen some pastors say they have a special gift of healing for, for example, heart conditions or nervous conditions or back conditions. And, and many people are healed in a certain area. I don't understand it, but I've seen it. Um, I've seen other pastors say or other leaders say, um, I love to pray for people with mind problems and, and see them set free uh, from the past, from hurt, from pain, um, whatever it is. Um, there are different types of healing. And I personally, this is true, I've personally prayed for tens of thousands of people for healing. And I've seen thousands of healings. Now, that doesn't mean... Um, a high percentage, but it does mean I've prayed for a lot and therefore I've seen a lot of healings. I've seen people healed from um, blindness in one eye and uh, paralytics walk. 
uh, leprosy or skin conditions healed. I've seen all sorts of things uh, in Thailand, in Indonesia, in the Philippines, especially there. Here in Japan, I've seen so many people set free from um, suicidal thinking and uh, depression and negativity. And so God is able to move in different countries and different regions in power. We need it all. But I've seen different types of healing. Now, this started with me when I was a baby Christian. At 19, I was a fireman. I've told my story many times, but I, uh, before becoming a Christian, I almost died in a big fire. But somebody, God, protected me. I didn't know it was God. I, I wasn't a believer. But I, that night I looked up at the heavens and I said, who are you? You, you just protected me. I know that. It's supernatural. And I, I started to read the Bible, started on a journey. And as I read about Jesus, I saw all the healing stories. And as I read the healing stories and saw that he healed um, sinners and people in all sorts of pain like me, I realized God wasn't expecting me to become a believer first or anyone, for, but that God was healing um, all sorts of people. And I realized that the heart of God for healing is because he loves people. He loves people. He made them and he loves them and he wants to heal them, right? Okay. And so I'm reading this as a non-Christian and I'm reading and I'm saying, God, could you heal me? God, could you set my mind right before I'm a believer? So when I was coming to Christ, I was actually very depressed and I even thought about suicide a little bit every day. I, I, would, I don't think I would have ever committed suicide. I never made uh, any plans. It was just something in the back of my mind. I was, I was so unhappy. I had no friends and I was very unhappy. And coming to, towards becoming a believer, I'm reading and I'm thinking, God, can you heal me from my depression and my sadness? And my loneliness. So the night that I received Jesus was the 1st of April, 1979, 42 years ago. In a little tiny church, no one was near me. No one prayed for me. I didn't know what to do. Um, it was a little church. I hadn't been to church for, uh, it was at least six years before I, I'd walked into a, a door of a church anywhere in the world. And um, I walked in and I was ready. And at the end of the service, I stood up. No one was near me. And I just said, now. And God knew that was code word for, I receive Jesus. I receive you, Lord. Forgive me. Change me. And I just had this boom moment where this darkness in me flashed out of my body. I felt it. I felt depression go. I felt suicidal thinking go. I felt um, uh, years of pain go. Now, not everything went at that time, but a lot did. And instead of that, this, this, this liquid love poured on my, my head and my shoulders and my body. And I, I just felt love. I felt grace. And so I've got a testimony from the moment I received Jesus. I saw the healing power. And it motivates me to pray for other people. Um, those suicidal thoughts have never come back. Never. For 42 years I've followed Jesus. I've never thought of those thoughts again. Um, depression, it was uh, never came back, but I realized I had to fight for my mental health and read the Bible and all that sort of good stuff. And so I'm not saying I'm bulletproof, but I, wow, something changed. And I realized that I could then 
pray for others. And it was within days, uh, well, actually, it was probably weeks, I led two of my firemen friends to Jesus. One of them was healed dramatically by the power of God. And I, whoa, I, I can, I'm a baby Christian, but I can pray in Jesus' name. And, um, and so can you. Just simply lay hands upon people. No big deal. No loud voice. Just say, be, hey, would you like me to pray? Yes. Be healed in Jesus' name. Could I pray for you? Yes. And to pray, be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it. How do you feel? And you will see people healed. Not, I can't guarantee any percentage, but you will if you don't give up. And this is the key to the gifts of healing. There is a motivational gift. Just like doctors and nurses want to go back and help some more people, I believe that many many people have this gifts of healing, want to pray. And you can pray from a distance. You can pray for, I pray for my mom in uh, another country and someone's sick and I pray, so I'm going to pray for you and believing that God will touch them. Three times Jesus prayed from a distance, not in the presence of someone, and they were healed. So it's good to pray for people, but you don't even need proximity. You can pray through Zoom, online, receiving prayer. I want to tell one more story from my personal history, and that is that after a few years of being a Christian, I was a, 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 I changed from fireman to salesman, selling pharmaceuticals, and all of a sudden, in my, in my left hand, uh, my my left hand sort of bubbled up with with infection, infection. And I'm left-handed, so for writing or playing tennis, it's very, very difficult. And um, I'm a believer now, and so I just said, "Go to Jesus, Lord, heal me." And it wasn't better. And because I was a pharmaceutical salesman, I could go to any doctor and say, "Doctor, now that I've told you about my product, can I just ask an opinion about my hand? Can I just be a bit unprofessional? Um, do you have anything that would help?" And and the doctors gave me all sorts of medicine. I think I tried every single medicine on the market from just simple healing to antibiotics to anti-what is it called? Anticorticosteroids, I think it's called now. And uh, tried everything, um, prescription drugs, over-the-counter. So I'm believing for healing from God, but I'm trying medicine. But nothing helped my hand. And then I had a revelation that communion is a is a is a celebration of Jesus on the cross, which is all about forgiveness and healing, and the resurrection is all about the power of God. And so I would go to church every Sunday, take communion, and uh, sometimes at home, and I'd say, God, you're a, thank you for saving me, forgiving me, but Lord, could you heal my hand? Every week at church, would you heal my hand? And I kept looking afterwards, and it was no better. After a year of doing that, trying all the medications and praying you, you you're tempted to give up right but i i just couldn't bear life with the left hand full of blisters and infection and by the way those doctors many of them said this is called psoriasis which is uh an issue of dna it just you got it from your family there's no pathological cause there's no virus there's no bacteria you've just got it and and although i respect their opinions I said, God, I believe you can heal my hand. So every Sunday, communion, praying, no better, no better. 18 months goes by, praying, no better, no better. It was about two years. One day I went to church like every other week and prayed and no better. 
But that night at home, I looked at my hand and the red had gone away from my hand and the blisters had reduced dramatically, like something just happened today. And the next morning when I woke up, it was absolutely perfect like it is right now. Now that happened when I was um, almost 30 years ago and it's never come back. I was healed of psoriasis that the doctor said is from DNA from my family. I've been healed. It's never come back. It's not coming back. And so I'm a great believer in persistent prayer. Um, I believe that we can just pray for people. Um, you know, when people are not healed, I always say to them, um, how do you feel? They say, I'm not healed. I'll say, that's okay. We can always pray again. In other words, leave people with the, 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 the concept that God could heal you sometime, anytime, and we'll pray again because we love you. Now, I, I, when I was a, a believer, uh, a, a, when I went to uh, the Philippines for many times, I saw all the healings in the New Testament except one. I never saw someone raised from the dead, although I did pray for a few dead bodies that I was asked to by the family. They didn't raise. I've never seen that miracle. But Jesus has that. But um, I've got a friend in um, in Vietnam, and um, I won't tell you his name, but um, he has actually led a whole village to Jesus Christ. And it's because um, he walked into a village and there was a terrible scream of a mother and the mother's baby had died. And he came running into the village. Uh, the village was anti-Christian. They, they had been persecuting Christians. And he ran in. The baby was dead. And he said, give me the baby. And he took the baby. Uh, the baby had a, an actual injury. It was a, it was a, a bad injury on the head, and and uh, like it wasn't uh, like it was clearly a a significant thing if this baby is going to be healed. And he took the baby, and the baby was healed in front of the family, and woke up and gave the baby back to the mother, and the whole village became Christians. I've never seen that. I've never seen that miracle, but I've heard about it, and I've heard about it in many parts of the world where there is great persecution in certain countries that I could mention and you would know, um, God is doing some amazing, miraculous healings um, around the world. Just one last story. Um, when I was in the Philippines, there was a girl there who was in one of the meetings and um, she was absolutely um, possessed by an evil spirit. And in the middle of my preaching, my nice preaching, she starts screaming. And I, whoa, 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 what's happening? Young lady, she was only a teenager, please stop, please stop. And, and, and I said, I will talk to you, I will pray for you in a minute. Um, and, and in Jesus' name, just be quiet. And she quieted down. And as soon as the meeting finished, I went up to the family and said, um, what happened? And they said, she's been like this for a while. This spirit came into her and she just screams. Uh, she was a normal teenager, and then this happened. She won't go to school, and she just starts screaming, and it's like. And so I looked at her and said, "What's your name?" She said, "Maria." Um, her mum was a believer in Jesus. Her dad was a uh, belonged to a different faith, and uh, she said, "Maria." And I said, "Maria, do you believe that Jesus could heal you tonight?" She just heard me preach the goodness of Jesus, and she said, "Yes." And I said, "Do you want to be healed?" And she said, "Yes." So I laid my hands on her, and there was no screaming. 
she just sort of slid to the ground with her mother holding her and she just peacefully slid to the ground and they put her in a chair and she was unconscious for a little while and she came conscious and she said, I, I'm better now, I'm better now. And, and the church just cheered and clapped and her dad, who was not yet a believer, put his faith in Jesus. And um, I went back to that church six months later and uh, I said to the pastor, how's Maria? The girl and the pastor said, the next day that you prayed for her, she went back to school. She's absolutely perfect. She's really good at school. And I said, is she here? And he said, he pointed to a girl in the corner with the other youth. And he said, there she is playing with the other girls over there. And it was just a beautiful moment that I saw a girl instantly set free. So Jesus' healing power is available. And friends, as we come to an end of my message today, I want to say to you, if you have a desire to see people healed, you need to get simple. This is not about yelling and this is not about doing anything strange. Um, people can have their medicine or not medicine. It's up to them. Um, if, if it's a life-threatening thing, go to the doctor. If they're depressed, go to the doctor. Uh, no problem. Go and get your medicine. Go and get your whatever it is. But we can just simply pray while you do that. And we can pray that Jesus would heal. Sometimes I've prayed for people a few times before they've healed, received their healing. Sometimes it's the first time. Sometimes I don't see the healing. I just have to leave it in God's hands and give them hope that I don't know why God didn't heal you, but he can, and we could pray again or someone else could pray for you. Friends, this ministry is not meant to be strange and weird. It's just meant to be as simple as someone at work, um, depressed, would just say, hey, I I believe in God. Could I pray for you? A simple prayer. Most people have done that. They've said, what do you mean? And I just say, listen, um, I'm just going to say a simple prayer because I believe in God and he could heal you. And they go, okay. I haven't had anyone refuse that, not even atheists, when I've just said it nicely. Could I just pray for you? Sometimes they've said, well, I don't believe. Or they're from a different faith and they say, my faith is this. And I say, that's okay. Could I just pray for you? And they've said, okay, and I've prayed and many people have received Jesus' healing power. I've seen thousands healed in some countries. And um, I just want to say to you, if you have a desire, you need to pray for the sick. You need to say, God, give me an opportunity to love people and pray for people. And I believe we all want to see people get better. But I think we can all pray. But some of you feel this gift is to be prayed about. And, and opportunities, Lord, give me opportunities. I want to be just part of your wonderful uh, group of people that love to see the gifts of healing. And if you're a medical person, we love you and we thank you uh, for your heart and for your uh, contribution and love. So I'm going to pray. Maybe this is your gift. Here we go. Thank you, Jesus, that you truly give gifts by the Holy Spirit. And I pray people right now would be We'd all pray. We'd all be able to pray for the sick, for our mums and dads and people around us. We'd all be able to pray for someone. But there are some who really want to do this. I pray there'd be a, a burning in their hearts and an opportunity to pray for people and bless our medical people as well. Keep them safe and well and anointed in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, I love this gift. And next week we're going to be doing a uh, an interview with 
Pastor Lewis Rice and myself about more healing. So stay tuned next week. God bless you all.